podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. Hey, welcome in. Again, a continued Happy New Year to 2022. Have a seat. We've got some extra seating here for you. The fireplace is going, and it is time for you and I to go do some jazzing around here. Yeah, this is David J. here, your guest for the next couple of hours of America's most informative, distinctive, and truly unique jazz radio program. And more than likely, if we can help it, maybe the most fun jazz radio program you'll hear anywhere, too. I mean, actually, we really don't take too much very seriously, except the music that's played here, and certainly the people who are gifted enough to create it for us. Jazz It Around is your weekly jazz magazine on the radio. Each week, sharing with you the latest albums and an occasional pre-release selection of an upcoming album. Artist features, interviews, jazz history, the latest in jazz news. A look at the Tri-State Club and concert scene, what there is, in our first hour. In the second hour, a check on our jazz festival watch, what there is, in the second hour. From all across the U.S. and the world. Of course, the only radio program on which you'll keep up with a regular Jazz Week chart to see what's making that top 50 list on jazz radio stations all across the country. Jazz and Around comes to you from our cozy and comfortable, frank and warm, thankfully, subterranean jazz den here in Pittsburgh. Definitely got the fireplace going, an extra log or two on there today for you as well. Yeah, it's winter in Pittsburgh for sure. Podcast hosting services generously provided since 2005 by the folks at ASP Station. Find out more about them, see their website at ASPStation.net. And broadcast on Sundays by WNGR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, and WWFM Jazz on 2. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely got a fresh pot of hot tea there for you on the buffet table. And, yes, there are some some hot hors d'oeuvres as well as some cold pickings, some cut-up veggies and some cheese and so forth. But, uh, yeah, get to the hot stuff as soon as you can because it won't stay hot long, I'm sure. Well, we have got so much. What a crazy crazy week. What a bizarre. Wow. The weeks keep getting stranger and stranger. I don't know, man. Hopefully we're not on the rails of being derailed as a society and a culture <laughs> in the near future, but boy, it's gotten scary, hasn't it? It's gotten scary. Anyway, it's time for us to take a look at what's going on this week in the world of jazz, anyway. News is not all bad there, for sure. Neris, you know who Neris is, right? The National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. 
has already announced that they are rescheduling the previously postponed 64th annual Grammy ceremony, which had been scheduled for this Monday. The rescheduled presentation will be held on Monday, April 3rd, and will also be broadcast on CBS television. All other of the Grammy-related presentations, the Lifetime Achievement Awards, the Person of the Year Honors for Joni Mitchell this year, the Hall of Fame, and all the Tribute Award Trustee Awards, will occur the week prior to the new date again. That'll be April 3rd, Monday, April 3rd, coming up. Jazz Times Magazine releasing its 2021 Reader's Poll results. Interesting, interesting, interesting for uh, some of the categories. The Artist of the Year, an almost unknown, certainly underrecognized, saxophonist and composer Alan Lowe. I have to admit to you, I'm totally unfamiliar, totally unfamiliar with this, with this guy's uh, reputation, his work, his legacy. Uh, but he's a composer and a saxophonist, and we'll hear of him some, sometime here just shortly. Stay with us here. The new artist, again, somebody else I'm not really aware of. P-A-K-T, all caps, all capital letters. P-A-K-T. Uh, we will find out, and we will share some of their music with you as soon as we can figure, find out something, figure out where to get it, right? Anyway, the new release of the year, Brandy Younger's album, Something Somewhere Different. The vocal album of the year, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, their forthcoming Love for Sale album. Best historical album of the year, the John Coltrane Love Supreme Live in Seattle album, which we have played for you. The record label of the year, Blue Note. The festival of the year, Newport. Well, it wasn't much of Newport this year, but... It's still, probably still the most impressive jazz festival anywhere. The best film doc, film documentary of the year. The Buster Williams Bass to Infinity. We had told you of that one before. The best acoustic group of the year. Wynton Marsalis, very traditional acoustic group. The best electric contemporary group of the year. Bill Frizzell. Well deserved, not surprising. The best big band of the year, Maria Schneider. Best instrumentalists in their various instruments, Witten Marsalis, Wycliffe Gordon, Anat Cohen, Chris Potter, Kenny Garrett, Branford Marsalis, Gary Smullyan, Hubert Laws, hmm. Chick Corea. Remember, Chick died last year, but of course he was still playing actively last year on piano. Herbie Hancock for the Keyboard Artist of the Year, and Joey D. Joey D. Francesco for the B3 Player of the Year. Other instrumental winners, Pat Metheny, Christian McBride, Victor Wooten, Joel Ross, vibraphonist, Joel Ross, Brian Blade, Zakir Hussein, Gregory Porter, Cecile McLaurin-Selvant, Take Six, Bela Fleck, and for composing and arranging, Pat Metheny and Maria Schneider, respectively. 
results in the 2021 Reader's Poll of Jazz Times Magazine. We had mentioned this earlier, certainly worth continuing to remind you. The annual New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival announcing it is at least planning to hold a real in-person event this coming spring. Two weekends, April 29 to May 1. Then the following weekend, May 6, 7, and 8. The site will once again be the Fairground Racecourse in New Orleans. For additional information, go to N.O. Jazz Fest. The letters N, letter O, N.O. Jazz Another festival announcement, Portland's Biamp PDX Jazz Festival. Still looking like they're on track. Coming up February 17 through 26. Hoping to have NEA Jazz Master Ron Carter with Diane Sh well, along with Diane Shore, the Cookers Band, Brad Meldow, Gary Bartz, Brandy Younger, Emmanuel Wilkins, Robert Glasper, Nate Smith, and more. For additional info there, pdxjazz.org. A couple of last calls to note this time around. Perhaps not a well-known nor very popular artist, Indian percussion master Badal Roy played an important pioneering role over the past five decades of jazz and world music. Badal Roy, born in what was then Eastern Bengal, which is now recognized as Bangladesh, learned tabla essentially from an uncle, very informally. He was, not, he was never formally trained on the instruments. Inspired by a Duke Ellington performance, which was held in Karachi in 1963. Came to the U.S. in the late 60s to study in New York City. Began playing tabla for a couple of uh, other artists and bands, Indian, Indian groups, in the village. And that was part-time, it was a sideline. Guitarist John McLaughlin heard him there and asked him to join his band helped to record the McLaughlin album's My Goals Beyond. Performed with McLaughlin on tour as well, too. This led to Miles Davis hearing him, as you can imagine, about that time. And then Miles hired him as well. Roy Fidel Roy then toured and recorded with Miles Davis for the next three years. He's heard on the album's Big Fun, Get up with it and on the corner. Roy subsequently performed with Herbie Hancock, Dave Liebman, Farrell Saunders, Herbie Mann, Pat Metheny, Lester Bowie, Ornette Coleman, Charlie Hayden, and several others, adding his distinctive Bengal percussive colorings to American jazz, making a significant contribution there as well. Percussion master Bud Roy died about a week ago Friday of complications from COVID-19. He was 82. And although not a professional musician, this woman and her husband made a significant contribution to jazz and the legacy of New Orleans. Sandra Jaffe, the widow of the late Alan Jaffe, died about a month back and we missed that somehow. Wanted to pass that on to you. 
They took over that small, somewhat rundown art gallery in, in New Orleans, 1961, and began allowing a wide variety of mostly older and lesser known New Orleans veteran jazz players to jam there. The place quickly became known as the Preservation Hall of Jazz. A few years later, they formed an actual band that went out touring called the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Alan Jaffe, her husband, was both the band's manager and its tuba player. Alan Jaffe died in 1987, and while Sandra took over running the club, the venue, Preservation Hall, though, did survive Katrina, needed to close down during the COVID-19 pandemic. It did reopen with limitations about six months ago. Her son, Ben Jaffe, has now assumed much of his father's and mother's role as Preservation Hall tuba and string bass player, as well as assuming the management of the venue. Sandra Jaffe passed away again uh, about a month ago or so. She was 83. David J. here, jazzing around with you. Time for us to uh, take a little quick step aside, uh, get a fresh cup of tea, and uh, come back in a moment with some music of Badal Roy and so many others. Got a lot of birthdays to celebrate for you this week in just a moment. Wearing a mask helps prevent the spread of COVID-19. Wear your mask correctly. Wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before putting on your mask. Holding the ear loops or ties, make sure the mask covers your nose and mouth and secure it around your chin. Try to fit it snugly against the sides of your face. Make sure you can breathe easily and keep the mask on the entire time you're in public. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Be cautious of TV advertisements and phone calls offering medical equipment such as back braces or diabetic supplies. Suppliers of such items don't often have your best interests at heart. Medicare only pays for medical equipment and supplies prescribed by your doctor. Questions? Call Senior Medicare Patrol at 877-808-2468. This is Diane Lane. If you're thinking of exercising to keep more fit, that's great. But be sure to do it right. Give your body a chance to warm up before exercising and to cool down afterwards. Learn the correct way to run, lift, or to do any of the movements in your program. Don't push yourself harder or faster than your body is ready for. Exercising properly can make you more fit, more relaxed, and generally healthier. Carelessness or abuse can do just the opposite. So be careful. A message from the Will Rogers Institute, wrinstitute.org. Hello, I'm Franco Harris, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As a running back, I took a lot of hits on the field. But I didn't want to get hit by COVID, so I got vaccinated. Don't take the hit. Get vaccinated. That's your best move. Here is music, recent music, relatively, from 2008. You'll hear Chick Corea on piano here with Ryan Carter, Jimmy Cobb, and Badal Roy, the late Badal Roy. From the Bob Belden album, Miles, from India, Miles Davis Music, with a bit of an Indian twist to it.
late Bud Elroy. Bengal born, American inspired, Duke Ellington inspired, I mean, quite literally, apparently, as well, too. From the Bob Belden 2008 recording, Miles from India. Miles Davis music uh, with an Indian touch to it, thanks to Bob Belden's arrangements and the percussion work of Badal Roy. You know, Badal Roy, like many of his contemporaries, as hand drummers, and not even so much as, as stick drummers, but, but hand drummers. Um, Batato, Carlos Batato Valdez, uh, certainly Ray Barreto, um, uh, many, many of the masters of that period, I don't think got really taken much seriously. Uh, oh, Jose Manuel was, he was with, he was the one with uh, Jose Manuel. Was it Nat Cole? Or, um, oh, oh, that was uh, that was somebody else with Nat Cole, but I think uh, Jose Manuel was with uh, Errol Garner, right? These players, who weren't even sort of considered to be, quote, un- air quoting, <laughs> with air quotes, real musicians, they were just hand drummers, just hand drummers. I'm saying that somewhat, somewhat uh, facetiously, if you can understand that. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people really understand that to be at their level of percussion mastery with these instruments. So certainly Ayrto, right, from Brazil, right? Um, I don't think they were taken seriously by much of the public as real, real musicians, musical artists. But their mastery is just breathtaking. And what they added to the music is beyond just simply hitting something here and there, Uh, even at random. It just, just... you know, added so much of a dent density and um, form to it, and uh, yeah, yeah, adding so much. I have a friend who calls that uh, clicky, clicky music sometimes, <laughs> sometimes with all those various percussion pieces in them. But anyway, the late Badal Roy uh, passed away from COVID nineteen complications just this past week. Uh, eighty at eighty what eighty two I think it said. Yes, at eighty two. Um, but still, still had been active, uh, quite active up until then. We are celebrating, celebrating birthdays as well this week, and one of the great ones to celebrate the late Roy Eldridge. <laughs> Heard here from the mid 1940s, doing one of my favorite versions of Hoagie Carmichael's Rockin' Chair.
sound he had at the peak, truly at the peak of his trumpet powers. The mid-1940s with his own orchestra, Duke Jordan at the piano, Hoagie Carmichael's rocking chair, Roy Eldridge. Uh, got a chance to meet him once, once when he was in Pittsburgh for a jazz festival. And really, I knew his nickname was Little Jazz. No, I actually met him twice, twice. It was once in New York at a at a jazz conference back at the old Roosevelt Hotel. But I knew he was called Little Jazz. But <laughs> unless you meet him, you kind of don't realize he, I don't think he was more than what, maybe five, four? Five, maybe five, five at the outside. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he really was a small guy. But that sound you heard on his trumpet there, oh man, he had no little sound. He had a big, big sound. Anyway, the late Roy Eldridge um, would have been 111. Yeah, 111. Uh, today, today, passed away in 1989. One of the virtuoso, true virtuoso swing trumpet players. Uh, and one of the great Pittsburghers of all time as well, too, for that matter. Speaking of great Pittsburghers, also celebrating a birthday. Oh, my gosh. Cannot, cannot overlook our good friend and longtime friend and uh, amazing inspiration to all of us. The guy that uh, so many musicians in town call Dad, Roger Humphreys. Leading his own RH Factor here for the 2011 album, Keep the Faith. Roger leading the band with Jamie Moore, Loose the Loop, Max Leak and Dwayne Dolphin. trumpet, one of so many who have fallen under the spell and under the tutelage of the great Roger Humphreys. Oh, man. Roger is 77. Real? Yeah. 77 today. As a teenager, hired by Stanley Tarantino and Shirley Scott, often on the bandstand with him. Later on, uh, famously hired by Horace Silver when Roger was a mere 20 years young. And appeared on the on the album and on the hit, true the, the landmark hit song from my father. That's Roger, on there, just being right. If you could hear a little bit of Art Blakey's fire and passion, and musicality in that piece that we just played, you're not far away. Yeah, Roger adored, of course, and looked up to uh, Mr. Blakey seriously, seriously, and you could hear that clearly in there. 
later on he got a chance to play he based himself here in town he just he just stayed here because he, he wanted he wanted a family life he wanted his children he wanted his neighborhood he wanted his friends he wanted to, to make a difference and boy has he ever made a difference but he's still gotten a chance to play not only with Groove Holmes Grant Green Joe Henderson Jack McDuff JJ Johnson George Benson, on many occasions, Lionel Hampton, Herbie Mann, Hubert Laws, the list goes on and on and on of the people that revere his playing, respect his playing, and uh, hold him as, as as high as they can. I will, I will never forget, it was so memorable, at, the, at a tribute for Joe Harris, the great Joe Harris, right, over at James Street. Uh, Roger was being honored by so many of, of, the, of his friends, his colleagues, uh, former students, current students. And uh, I forgot who was in town playing over at the Manchester Craftsman's Guild, I think. But uh, at one point, uh, an older gentleman sits down at the back table and is enjoying things. And the place was crowded. I mean, it was it was wall-to-wall people honoring Roger. Well, honoring, actually honoring... Joe Harris, but Roger was part of that, and Roger was up there on stage at the time. And when he saw Victor Lewis walk in and sit down at the back table, Roger said, hey, you know, Victor, there's Victor Lewis in the background. You know, great, great jazz drummer, Victor Lewis. Everybody applauded for him, of course. And then Roger from the bandstand said to Victor, hey, Victor, why don't you come on up here? Play, play, play a set. You know, play, play a couple numbers for us. And Victor Lewis, the great Victor Lewis from the back of the auditorium said, no, that's okay, Roger. I'm here to listen to you tonight. That tells you what the uh, respect and honor for Roger Humphreys. Wow, what a great, great, uh, inspiring, inspiring man. Happy birthday, Roger. Happy birthday today. Another one of our longtime good friends going way back to college days, talking about uh, tenor sax man Ralph LaLama. Heard here with Joe Morello and Joe Morello's band on Joe's album Going Places from 1993. There's Ralph LaLama there on tenor. Aliquippa, which is quite an achievement in and of itself, if you know West Aliquippa. But uh, Ralph Lama and his brother Dave, younger brother Dave, the, the pianist, educator as well. Ralph Lama described by Maria Schneider as being a take-no-prisoners tenor saxophonist. 
She, she holds him in pretty high regard, too. Ralph LaLama appeared on a couple of Grammy-nominated or Grammy-winning albums for the Thad Jones Mel Lewis Band. Uh, always played with virtually every big-name band in New York City um, and, and out of the, the city. Woody Herman's band, Buddy Rich's band. Um, plays often uh, for the Joe Lovano Nonette on occasions with Thad and Mel for several years, as we indicated. With the Village Vanguard Jazz Orchestra, he's pretty much a contemporary with them this last oh, decade or so. The Carnegie Hall Jazz Band, uh, and also on occasion for Max Weinberg's uh, Saturday Night Live Band, and uh, at all. So uh, yeah, he's one of, one of the top players in New York City for sure. Um, Ralph Lalama, out of the very humble origins of West Aliquippa. Mm-mm. We'd mentioned earlier that the um, the Jazz Times Readers Poll was has been announced. The winners for the 2021 edition of the poll, and Alan Lowe was the winner in the jazz musician category. And I had to look at that and say, "Who's Alan Lowe? Who is Alan Lowe? Is that right?" Well, yeah, sure. I mean, he's been around a while, but I, he's he's on the fringes. He's a little bit of the uh, an avant garde player. Um, is not a big recording artist, is not a you know bestseller, he's not on one of the major labels or anything. So I looked this stuff up and this is a recent recording of his with Matthew Shipp. Saxophonist Alan Lowe, this is called the Maui Shuffle. Physically, no, physically, uh, called similar to, resembling a little bit of a younger Lee Konitz, and actually not too distantly related in his alto saxophone kind of approach as well too. Uh, that is Alan Lowe, L O W E, Alan Lowe, with Matthew Ship from the New Adventures in the Diaspora, recording of uh, 2021. It's called the Maui Shuffle. Alan Lowe. Congratulations to him, by the way, on winning the Jazz Times Reader's Poll for Jazz Musician of the Year. Celebrating a birthday that goes way, way back, Isham Jones. Isham Jones, not a name familiar to you, but he's written a lot of, a band leader, but also written a number of memorable melodies like this. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, 
Yes, it had to be you. One of the more popular standards in the jazz cabin. David Newman's version there with Steve Nelson from a 2005 album. Actually, Isham Jones was one of the most 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 popular successful band leaders of the pre-swing era period in the 1920s and 1930s. Actually, had a huge hit of the Wabash Blues, but he also gave us "It Had to Be You." He also wrote other oh other standards. I'll see you in my dreams. Um, um, Oh, the one I love belongs to someone else. There is no greater love. One of the most popular of them as well, too. Here now, Earl Hines. The late, great Earl Hines doing another of the Isham Jones standards. I'll see you in my dreams. in a while you just need to hear some music of a master like that, a pioneer like that and have to be jogged back to thinking how fabulous how innovative they really, really were <laughs> right? <laughs> listen to that oh wow anyway, playing the music of Isham Jones I'll see you in my dreams Isham Jones was the one who actually gave us uh, another talk about a uh, not only just a, a musical landmark but a historical landmark the world war one tune we're in the army now that's that's his piece you know we're in the army now from world war one by world war two unfortunately uh, he had uh, kind of left the music business and uh, retired from music actively and woody herman took over his band in 1936 just before World War II. Uh, pretty much left the music from the 1940s on, but his musical legacy, strong enough, though he's much forgotten today, it's worth noting. Happy birthday to the memory of the late Isham Jones. Uh, tomorrow, Monday, on January 31st, born 1894. Born February the 1st, huh? Another great pianist, James P. Johnson, one of the Original ticklers of the 1920s, 30s, 40s. This one from 1944.
Certainly worth noting that on February the 1st, February the 1st, the very first day of Black History Month, the birthdays of the late, great James P. Johnson and Langston Hughes, both on February the 1st. Relative contemporaries of each other, James P. Johnson, born in 1894, literally one day after Isham Jones, Langston Hughes, born in arguably 1902 or 1901 in Joplin, Missouri. Good way to start Black History Month by looking into either one of the two. David J. here, jazzing around with you in our last show of January 2022 as time goes on. And as we sort of referenced earlier, as things get crazier and crazier and crazier, in terms of the world and culture in America and oh boy yeah who knows huh who uh, who knows anyway but still this this past this past year and even this past few weeks just really gotten stranger and stranger anyway we're going to come back with uh, some new things for you some exciting new music for you as well and a few more birthdays as we wrap up our number one uh, in just a moment so uh, take a moment head back over to the buffet table grab another hot cup of tea and uh, we'll be back here with some, some new things for you in a moment or two. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy, and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Was that a girl or a boy? You don't know. All kids are the same. They all deserve the same. Then, why only a girl child is denied of her right to education? Educate a girl. Educate the society. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how, and we tell them, with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids need to know the dangers and how to avoid them. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal, so talk with your kids, because when you talk, they hear you. How much did you pay to have your taxes done last year? If you are like many Americans, you spent hundreds of dollars. But if your household income is around $55,000 or less, you may qualify for free in-person tax preparation assistance because doing your taxes doesn't have to tax your finances. Call 211 to make an appointment and visit michiganfreetaxhelp.org. A new album out here by guitar man Dave Stryker with John Patitucci and Brian Blade. Wow. The album's called As We Are.
something a little different from Dave Stryker this time around with a super trio. Not that he's ever played with any slouches before, but John Patitucci and Brian Blade. <laughs> wow. And a string quartet alongside as well. One Thing at a Time, that's called, from the new album by Dave Stryker, As We Are. Saxophonist Keith Bishop brought back to town to Pittsburgh for uh, for this recording project or, or something else. I'm not exactly sure, but we're thankful that he did. And he's together with the Reed Hoyson, drummer Reed Hoyson and the Reed Hoyson Project. So the new album, Your Move, features Keith Bishop. With a little bit of an expanded ensemble here, the Reed Hoyson Project. Doing nobody else but me, featuring Keith Bishop. with the Reed Hoyson Project on the album Your Move. Doing a little bit of nobody else but me. Speaking of saxophonists, how about Dave Wilson taking on a John Coltrane Project? And that's not, <laughs> that's not something you want to do lightly. The album is called Stretching Supreme. Taking a Love Supreme and spinning it Dave Wilson style. An excerpt of Dear Lord from that release, new from Dave Wilson. job there really pretty nice job and you got to say got to give him real credit for that too just just the thought of going into john coltrane's love supreme and reapproaching it 
That's pretty enterprising. Pretty enterprising. Dave Wilson, nice job there on Dear Lord. This is a vocalist. I I want to say she's Midwestern, Chicago-based. I'm not sure. Hope Diamond. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know the name is like, really? Really? Anyway, doing a Stevie Wonder tune. Until you come back to me on her new album, Awaken. From the Awaken album, nice job there, really. Nice job on Until You Come Back to Me, Stevie Wonder's tune there. And she is SoCal. Yeah, she's a Southern California gal, apparently. Not Chicago. Southern California, Palm Springs, L.A., San Diego, uh, down, down in that area mostly. Hope Diamond, nice job on Stevie Wonder music. Moving on here to, let's see, where shall we go? Do-do. Uh, oh, yeah, let's go to this one. Brian Bromberg's newest recording, A Little Driving Music. Another piece from that. This is called A Rainy Night in Paris. Brian Bromberg and Company. Composer Brian Bromberg. It's a rainy night in Paris from the new album, A Little Driving Music. Moving along to some music from Canada, from the Motosaurus Band. James McGowan and folks there. James McGowan, the guitarist, and also the 
leader of the band, Lotusaurus. This is called The Dancing Preacher. album title it's it's two words the first word is the word the number two spelled out as t-w-o the number two and the second word is intense as in your intent or intention i-n-t-e-n-t-s and so when you look at the title it's too intense a true is that a double entendre or a triple entendre all right motosaurus music the dancing preacher Dig that a lot. Also, Japanese pianist, composer, leader Hiromi, the new album, The Silver Lining Suite. This is called Someday. Harlem String Quartet doing Someday from her new album The Silver Lining Suite. Let's go more piano-led group here. Steve Million from his million million selling, million intending album What I Meant to Say. His own composition, Blue Lizard. Thank you. 
Top Shelf guitarist Steve Cardenas doing lead there with Steve Million on the Blue Lizard from what I meant to say. Great album title, right? Let's head on down to the Riverside, shall we hear? Drummer Steve Langhorn and his trio featuring Kevin Hayes on piano. Steve Langhorn's latest album, Breathe. different approach <laughs> to Down by the Riverside from the Breathe album, Steve Langhorn and his trio. David J. here jazzing around with you as we're wrapping up, wrapping up the month of January, celebrating the birthdays today of the great Pits- couple of great Pittsburghers, huh? Roy Eldridge and Roger Humphreys. So, so pleased to be able to do that, especially for Roger, since uh, we're still celebrating his birthdays, of course. <laughs> Moving on to... Uh, Another birthday, this will be February 1st as well, talking about one of the co-founders of the Jazz Crusaders, uh, the late, great Joe Sample. And here is Mr. Sample talking about how he became Joe Sample and how he and the Crusaders became themselves. Where did they get all that from? I had like six or seven or 10 or 15 different sides of music in me and there was the classics, and there was my love for Latin, and there was my love for, uh, let's say, blues, and also the gospel, and that was basically our music. And up to that point, I had actually been imitating and copying up to a degree all of the guys who had created uh, previous styles, let's say. And all of a sudden, one day, I began to realize, and and also the other guys, that we had our own... um, Hey, let's say style of music and we knew that it was like partly jazz it was partly blues it was partly that partly that and at the same time i wanted people to just listen to the music and and do not prejudge it by saying the jazz crusaders so i wanted someone to say uh what is this music and then someone would say you know that's jazz but i like it well said, well said by Joe Sample himself as we celebrate what would have been his birthday on February the 1st, this Tuesday. Joe Sample, born in Houston, Texas, as many of his fans would probably know that, 1939, passed away in 2014, unfortunately uh, a, a victim of mesothelioma, an awful, awful way to go. But um, the late, great Joe Sample, who truly found all of those influences to put together so that instantly we easily can recognize the sound and the style of Mr. Joe Sample and later of the Crusaders themselves. (laughs) 
Wrapping up our number one, it is Joe Sample, one of his better-known compositions, Carmel, along with Marcus Miller and Steve Gadd helping him out here. Our number two, Jazzing Around, is just around the corner. Take a moment to visit the buffet table or the restroom if you like. We'll see you back here in the subterranean jazz den for our number two in a moment. Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J. are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. Today, all Americans are feeling the pinch of high energy prices. And this winter, the cost of heating your home could account for nearly half of your energy bill. Program the thermostat down to 65 degrees for 8 hours a day to reduce your heating bill by up to 10%. You can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more energy efficiency tips, please visit our website at www.doe.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. I need answers to my tax questions. Where can I find them? Need answers? Try our interactive tax assistant on irs.gov. It's a useful resource at your fingertips. Ask your tax questions and it gives you answers. Also, try our online tax map, 5,000 tax topics from A to Z. Plus, you can access forms, publications, and more. Don't have access to the internet? Try IRS Teletax at 800-829-4477. Coming up this Wednesday, might as well call it Saxophone Day. The birthdates of the late, great, sunny Stitt is for one. than a speeding bullet, <laughs> right? Superman, Super Sax. One of the originals there. Sunny Stitt. 
working out on tenor sax on that 1973 recording of Dizzy Gillespie's tune, The Champ. Oh, man, for sure. Woo, alongside of Joe Newman on trumpet, uh, Duke Jordan at the piano, Sam Jones really, really wailing on bass, and uh, Roy Brooks on drums. Happy birthday to the memory of the late Sonny Stitt, one of the all-time great, and I don't know if his influence on tenor sax or alto was greater, I guess probably best known or highly, most highly regarded on it as his alto work, but his tenor work, as you could hear there, was pretty, pretty doggone remarkable. The other saxophonist with a birthday coming up this Wednesday. And literally only three years different on the very same date, the late Stan Getz. disciple of Of Lester Young, he's kind of got a lot of Dexter Gordon-ish texts there, right? His quotes and his runs and so on. You don't often think of Stan Getz with that kind of delivery. But this is early on, this is 1955. Uh, Along with the Lionel Hampton All-Stars, Lou Livy on piano, Leroy Vinegar, the great Shelley Mann, 1955. Yeah. He was kind of a child prodigy. Uh, he was a teenager, first hired by Jack Teagarden. Later, by the, not long afterward, ended up playing with Nat Cole, with Lionel Hampton, Stan Kenton's band for a while, Benny Goodman even for a short while, and then Woody Herman, and that was his career. Boom! Late 40s with Woody Herman, made him one of the Four Brothers, the so-called famous Four Brothers band of Woody Herman. Shot him into stardom. Moved to Scandinavia in the 1950s, back in the early 1960s, almost just in time for his uh, groundbreaking, groundbreaking Getz and Gilberto album, which put him into superstar status uh, and made a lot of money for him, I'm sure, as well, too. Uh, The late, great Stan Getz and Sonny Stitt, both of them born on February, February the 1st. How about that? Uh, Or is it February 2nd? I'm sorry, February 2nd. Sonny Stitt out of Saginaw, Michigan, and Stan Getz out of Philadelphia, PA. Let's go back even further to Lil Armstrong, or Lil Harden originally, and then after meeting and marrying, uh, Mr. Louis Armstrong became known as Lil Armstrong. She was the pianist in the band and uh, band's manager and kind of a arranger, as well as musical director. Not just a pianist, but a composer and arranger as well, too, and pretty pretty well at it, too. Gave us a number of tunes that are currently in the canon, including one revived by the Manhattan Transfer not long ago, Lil Armstrong's Nothing. <laughs> ¶¶ 
could be hotter. Nothing could be hotter than Lil Armstrong with Lil Armstrong back in those days and redone there by the Manhattan Transfer vocally, and that was really, really hot stuff. Lil Armstrong also gave us a true, genuine American standard, one of those great, great New Orleans traditionals, strutting with some barbecue. Yeah, feel that same rhythm at it, right, right? Louis Armstrong, Folks who are only, only familiar with Louis Armstrong from the 1950s and 60s, when he had grown just, you know, of course he was a little bit older in those days, 50s was older, certainly, but uh, in all, almost exhausted from the schedule that he had, playing almost literally, certainly if not night after night, certainly week after week after week for decades, and not just locally, but traveling the world time zone to time zone, took a little bit of a toll on him. And for his popularity, uh, he didn't necessarily have to push the envelope. But if that's the only Louis Armstrong you're, you're mostly related to, when you listen to that, 
from 1938, he was just killing it. I mean, on Lil Armstrong's piece, strutting with some barbecue. So we celebrate the birth date of Lil Armstrong on February the 3rd, again here during Black History Month, so very, very appropriate to raise her awareness. Memphis, born in 1898, passed away in 1971. They had long separated by that point, but uh, still, uh, Lil Harden, or Lil Armstrong, was uh, truly instrumental in more than one way, more than one way, in Louis Armstrong's success. Let's focus on a couple of other birthdays here, shall we? This recording from 1998. Some groundbreaking recording earlier on, actually, with Mike Knock. Michael White on violin. The album is Projections. Saxophonist John Handy. Dallas-born soprano saxophonist for the most part. This is called Three and One, his own composition in kind of a very groundbreaking contemporary sense with Michael White on violin and New Zealander Mike Knock on piano. There's Michael White. John Handy, born on the 3rd, yeah, on the 3rd, 3rd of uh, January, and uh, he's, he's from Dallas, right, from Dallas, he's one of the Texas, yeah, one of those Texas saxophonists, Dallas, Texas, 1933, this will be his 89th birthday, uh, I'm pretty sure he is still alive, don't know if he is performing much anymore, um, a big hit at the Monterey Jazz Festival in the mid-1960s with... Michael White, and a great traditional player from uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area. Twice nominated for Grammy Awards as well, too, John Handy. And uh, we have a lot of drummers. We've had a lot of drummers with birthdays here in this last uh, what, month and a half. Kenny Clark, Max Roach, Gene Krupa. Uh, to, uh, this week, Bobby Durham, the late great Bobby Durham. But also contemporary drummer Vinnie Coliuta with his birthday this week. Here's Vinnie with Bill Cunliffe and John Patitucci. Thank you. 
sometimes Vinny's drumming, even though you're watching him play, can be ear-defying, if not eye-defying. <laughs> Amazing Blair. Right here from Western Pennsylvania, too, Vinny Coliuta. His birthday this coming Saturday. And uh, sharing that birthday, by the way, with the late, great Hal Blaine from the Wrecking Company, the Wrecking Crew, uh, who was on oh, literally thousands of recordings through the, uh, for the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even into the 90s. Hal Blaine. Uh, they share the same birthday. It's amazing stuff. Has a little bit of Seven Steps to Heaven, Bill Cunliffe, John Patatucci, and Vinnie Coliuta style from their trio album of just just last year. Do have a couple new things, a couple brand brand new things. Just, I mean, literally just got these in. Uh, noticing when we checked the mail here earlier. Brand new from pianist Bill O'Connell. His new album, A Change, is gonna come. With Craig Handy online. This is a Bill O'Connell original written for his very young granddaughter called Sweet Peanut. trio. Lincoln Goins on bass and the great Steve Jordan on uh, drums there. That's called Sweet Peanut. Brand new. Still still kind of warm. It's brand new from Bill O'Connell. The album A Change is going to come. Also brand new from vocalist Giacomo Gates. The bebopper kind of doing a little bit of some standard traditional crooning on his new album titled and themed of simply You. This tune, a good example of the U theme, it's the Duke Ellington piece. You left me a horse from Texas, a house with installments due, a letter with lots of X's, everything but you. You left me some beans from Boston, a bicycle built for two, memory to get lost in everything but you each day was so gay and so daring I loved every breathtaking minute for how could I know I was sharing a kiss without a future in it you left me a dream to room with a coffee pot from Peru A knife and a fork to spoon with Everything but you, <laughs> but you Having some fun on 18 
18, a dozen and a half. That's right, 18 tunes on the new album, You. That is, wow, Brantford, Brantford. <laughs> that is Giacomo, Giacomo Gates with Tim Ray's trio, Songs Centered Around You, brand new from him. And we'll be hearing a lot more from that in the days to come. Coming on to the Jazz Week chart, we've got a lot to cover, so let's try to condense this all the way up to number one if we can. I slipped and mentioned Brandon to you just a moment ago. It is indeed Brandon Goldberg back out of the top 50 this week at 47 in a tie from his new album, In Good Time. Stacey Dillard on soprano sax. The teenager. That's right. He was, what, 14 on the... 13, 14 when he made this album. In Good Time, Brandon Goldberg. Tying in at number 47. Uh, hanging in on the bottom of the chart there. Jim Snydero back onto the top 50 as well. This 2001 album reissued the album Strings. Saxophonist composer Jim Snydero. on piano behind him and a boatload of tastefully done strings on Ventura. Jim Snydero, the Strings album at 47. Yet another tie tying in on the 40s this week. The uh, Relief album from Mac Avenue Records, the Jazz Foundation of America Emergency Fund benefit album with various artists. Jimmy Heath with Herbie Hancock, Wallace Roney, Brother Tootie Heath as well, on Gingerbread Boy. artists contributing to the Relief album for the Jazz Foundation of America, the Emergency Musicians Fund album, Jimmy Heath, Wallace Roney, Herbie Hancock doing the little gingerbread boy. The other number 45 this week, a contemporary band of all, 
all-stars and leaders, the Cookers Band. From the album Lookout, this is called The Traveling Lady. George Cables, Donald Harrison, Billy Harper, what a band. The Cookers, appropriately titled, from the Lookout album. That's called The Traveling Lady. Coming in at album 44, a former number one album, or number two, for something like a month and a half. Almost two months, really. Surprised this did not get a Grammy nomination. Really surprised on this one. Antonio Adolfo and Joe Bean's Forever album, A Little Agua de Bear. Antonio Adolfo and his Jobin Forever album paying props to one of his former colleagues, contemporaries and his mentor Jobin A Little Agua de Beber Coming in at album 42 here again Rini Rosnes, but she's in the lead this time on a piece she wrote performs and remains here with Chris Potter Christian McBride Carl Allen and Strings from the Kinds of Love album. This is in time like air. Here. Coming in at album 39, a former number one album for 
three weeks in a row, a double-disc set from drummer Jerry Gibbs at his thrasher, Dream Trios, all four of them, doing songs from his father, Terry Gibbs. one of the most underrated drummers on the scene these days. I don't know why he doesn't have a higher profile. Gosh, he's good. That's a Terry Gibbs composition called Townhouse 3, featuring Larry Goldings and Patrice Russian together from Songs from My Father, drummer Terry Gibbs. Coming in at album 33, another tie on the charts this week. Saxophonist Kenny Garrett, one of the many winners of the Jazz Times Readers Poll here, just announced last week. Kenny Garrett's latest album, Sounds from the Ancestors, former top five. Actually, it was number two for several weeks as well. Kenny Garrett from his Sounds of the Ancestors album at 33. The other 33. Uh, good stuff from Jeremy Montiero and Albert Marsico from the Jazz Blues Brothers album. Sean Letts there. Jeremy Montiero at the piano. That's his composition as well, called Mount Olive. Albert Marsico with the organ joining him from the Jazz Blues Brothers album at 33. Coming in at album 30, Gordon Goodwin and his big fat band. Their new album called The Reset. This one of those distinctive Gordon Goodwin compositions called Cell Talk.
good one is Big Fat Band, album 30 this week called The Reset. That's a little bit of self-talk. Coming in at album 28, her finest album yet, certainly raising her profile higher than any album prior. Pianist, composer Helen Sung. The new album is Quartet Plus, here at number 28. Doing Jerry Allen's composition, Feed the Fire, with the Harlem String Quartet. Performed there by Helen Sung with the Harlem String Quartet, Feet Fire. From the Quartet Plus album, Four Weeks in the Top Ten. That is still holding up there, 28. Coming in at album 25 and still on its way up, guitarist Bruce Foreman. The guy with the red guitar ordinarily using a real Barney Castle guitar here. Recreating the Pole Winners Reunion. With John Clayton and Jeff Hamilton, this is called Feel the Barn. certainly taking their cues strongly from their predecessors and mentors. Barney Kessel, Ray Brown, and Shelley Mann. From the Pole Winners Reunion album, brand new, led by Bruce Foreman there. Halfway up the chart already, but 25. Coming in at album 22, having been in the top five earlier, the wonderful, breathtaking, voice of the young and promising Samara Joy from her self-titled debut album. And now the purple dusk of twilight time steals across the meadows of my heart High up in the sky though Little stars climb, always reminding me that we're apart. You wander down the lane and far away, leaving me a song. 
what a collaboration here, huh? Between Samara Joy's vocal and Pasquale Grasso and his brilliance on guitar there. Doing Stardust. Album 22, Samara Joy. Coming in at album 19. And enjoying his latest Grammy nomination for that album, Super Blue. Something different from Kurt Elling. some of his newfound street cred there from the album super blue album 19 this week kurt elling david j here jazzing around with you trying to get all this in for you today my goodness let's take a look at some festivals on our watch you know kind of it's not the festival season anyway but a few things on our note here 19th annual panama jazz festival looks to be held in person well, let's see. we'll see about that. Uh, Artistic Director Daniel Perez saying that it looks like that's what they're trying to do. More info there, PanamaJazzFestival.com. Looks like they're going to go in person and for real at the Havana Jazz Festival. Also. And the PBX Jazz Festival in Portland. Looking like they want to go live and in person as much as possible for February 17 through 26. Looking to be featuring Ron Carter, Diane Shore, The Cookers Band, Brad Meldow, Gary Bartz, and more. Looking for all the details for that one, pbxjazz.org. Did tell you that the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival wants to go full in person, on stage, and live and for real. In May, boy, let's really hope Info there, N-O, N-O, jazzfest.org for that info there. Jazz in the Gardens in Miami, expected to be real and in person, March 12 and 13, artists to be announced. Same goes for the Seabreeze Jazz Festival in April 20 through 24. And so far, it also looks like the North Sea Jazz Festival in Amsterdam in July is expected to be in person for the most part. Always, before even making any plans, do check their festival websites for restrictions, limitations, and maybe even postponements for only for virtual only access. But hopefully, with patience and with perseverance, We'll get through even this COVID thing. The top part, top one-third of the Jazz Week chart, all the way up to number one. 
when we return after a quick break here in a moment. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811, brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. The COVID-19 vaccines can be our chance to get back to our plans, who we are, what we miss, to get back to each other, to life. But it's okay to have questions like, how were the vaccines tested? In rigorous clinical trials among adults of diverse backgrounds, can the vaccines give you COVID-19? You cannot get COVID-19 from a vaccine. Why should I get vaccinated? Protecting yourself also helps protect the people around you. Find the latest information at getvaccineanswers.org. discoveries of 2021 for at least for us is this young guitarist out of Boston I think Pasquale Grasso Ooh, album 17 this week This guy is one of the most impressively talented guitarists I've heard in a long, long time. Pasquale Grasso, his new album, Pasquale Plays Duke at album 17. Coming in at album 16, Mr. Everything in the music these days, Christian McBride, one of his many artistic uh, facets, performing artist here live at the Village Vanguard with his Inside Straight band, Album 16 this week. Still moving up. Inside Straight. 
live at the Village Vanguard album 16 this week. Coming in at album 14 for the second week in a row, West Coast percussion master, almost living legend, Pete Escobano. With the whole E family there, working, I think. I think he got them all there. And Eustabal Mario on flute, doing Mashkenada. Timbalero, Pete Escobedo, and all the clan there. Mashkenada from Rhythm of the Night, album 14 again this week. Coming in at album 13, it's guitarist Graham Dector. His album is called Major Influence. This particular piece of his called Minor Influence. Influence, a piece called Minor Influence, holding it at album 13 this week. Just, just barely out of the top 10 at number 11 this week. Drummer Joe Farnsworth leading the trio with the master Kenny Barron at piano. From Joe's album City of Sounds, this a little Kenny Barron composition entitled Birdlike, wrapping it up here. Kenny Barron. Drummer Joe Farnsworth with his trio, The City of Sounds, the album 11, this week. First time in the top 10 for Nicole Henry, and she's loving it. We are too, actually. Time to Love Again, her latest album. I didn't know what time it was. 
Love Again from Nicole Henry, Album 9, this week. There's no official 8, but there are two albums in sharing the number 7 spot this time around. Saxophonist Eric Wyatt from his album Song of Hope. This is McCoy Tyner's tune, Contemplation. This week, Eric Wyatt with his album Song of Hope. Sharing that spot at number seven, organist Pat Bianchi from his album of all Stevie Wonder music called Something to Say. One of Stevie Wonder's best known, best loved tunes for that matter here. Isn't she lovely? with Paul Bolenbeck on guitar. Isn't she lovely? Coming in at album six, it is Lewis Hayes leading the band, his quintet, doing Freddie Hubbard's composition, Crisis, from the album title of Crisis. Thank you. 
Freddie Hubbard tune, Crisis, by his one-time drummer Louis Hayes, with his band there, at album number six. Coming in, yet another tie on the chart this week, here's Joey D once more. From his former number one album, spent six weeks, six different weeks at number one. It's called More Music. Clearly a good title. stuff joey d in the band that's called roll with it from the more music album formerly number one currently number four this week sharing that site with matthew whitaker from his connections album spent the entire last five weeks at number one or number two with it album that's called Journey Uptown. Coming in at album three and still rising only its fifth week on the chart, pianist Bill Sharlap with his exquisite trio featuring Peter and Kenny Washington. The Street of Dreams album this is called I'll Know. sensitive touch of Bill Sharlap for the Frank Lesser tuned I'll Know currently number three this week holding it off at number two for its third week in a row I believe Nicholas Payton yes this is a Nicholas Payton album no he is not playing much trumpet on the album but that's him there on piano 
with a master at the double bass, Ron Carter. Green Riggins on drums too. Hanging and jiving from album number two, The Smoke Sessions. Trumpeter Nicholas Payton taking a little bit of time off from the horn on this album, Smoke Sessions. Doing well for him, though. It is album two. In at number one, back at number one again this week, Mr. Houston Person from his album Live in Paris, recorded when they did those kind of things in Paris, 2019. Swinging hard on Lester Leaps In. Nice to know that Houston, while he plays sweet and pretty and warm and engaging so often, he can still kick out the cobwebs and really hit it hard. <laughs> Number one again this week. David J here, Jazz and Run with you here as we're wrapping up, just wrapping up January. Uh, had to sometime or later, right? Anyway. Made it with your support. Thank you and encouragement. Thank you and double thank you. And also the folks at ASP Station for continuing to get us podcast worldwide since 2005. Continued big thanks to our partner radio stations airing us on Sundays at WNGR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, WWFM, Jazz on 2. Have yourself a good, safe, and warm week. Go back to social distancing as much as you can. And mask wearing as much as you can. And just extra, extra caution. Always. The only way we're going to get out of this thing, all right? Do have yourself a good week. Keep on smiling and keep on swinging. We'll see you next time we go jazzing around. Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net.